So you thought 2021 was a crazy year in wrestling, but wait till 2022. It could get even crazier, and we're going to try to predict the crazy year it's going to be in 2022 for AEW and WWE next on the Squared Circle Psycho Babble. My name is Michael Valenti. Joining me is Ralph Valenti. Ralph, let's get right to it. Your first prediction of what could happen in either AEW or WWE in 2022. Because of recent events last night at Rampage, obviously knowing that Cody Rhodes did win the TNT title from a very heavy fan favorite in Sammy Guevara, I'm going to come out and just predict that Cody Rhodes is officially turning heel this year. AEW is laying this on very thick. They are certainly teetering the line between pissing the fans off and just turning Cody into this monster heel. And I just think that there's so much you can do with that character. We know that he cannot challenge for the heavyweight championship. So him coming out and saying something like, I'm an EVP. I can say and do whatever I want, so I'll put myself in this title picture. Especially considering, and whether you like the rankings or not, they do have a ranking system there. So, But the TNT Cody Championship just, is an open challenge title for the most part. They don't really equate into the rankings, even though they're listed with the rankings. My point, before you interrupted me, was that he can literally come out and say, screw the rankings, I'm an EVP, I'm going to give myself a championship title match. Mm-hmm. Whether that's against Hangman Page or Brian Daniels. I think that with Cody Rhodes, you know, they certainly got to know that there's a, a big portion of the fan base that is not very favorable of him. Whether that's because of his booking or the fact the way he carries himself. I mean, even now you've got, you know, dirt sheet reports, whether you want to believe it or not, that in in the back, he doesn't give time to younger talent, which I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just saying that it's out there and certain people tend to believe everything that they read on online. So now that that's out there, you're going to further get the narrative that Cody is this arrogant guy who is just about himself and wins titles because he wants to put himself in this position. So I think we're actually going to see a true heel turn from Cody Rhodes at some point this year. Yeah, I could totally see it. And if they, they've been laying it on pretty quick. So if it doesn't happen, I'd be shocked. But one thing that I think is going to happen that is going to shock a lot of people in AEW is that they're going to make a big signing and it's going to come relatively early on in 2022, and that is Braun Strowman is all elite. Interesting. I don't know if he's going to necessarily fit in with that fan base, but... But that's what's going to make him so great. The guy drew money in WWE. He's a big guy, and he definitely has got himself in much better shape since he got released from WWE. You saw him at Final Battle at Ring of Honor. He looks like a million bucks. He definitely wants to stay in professional wrestling, even though... When he was first originally released, I felt like he was going to come back to WWE as a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. I do think him and whatever this free the narrative thing with EC3 and the other people he gets involved with that, I do think that magically makes its way to All Elite Wrestling. You're going to have to draw some of those WWE fans that just watch WWE to grow that audience in AEW. And I think Braun Strowman is the guy to do it. I understand people might not want to see that because of the comment that he made once the pandemic started and complaining about indie wrestlers begging for money. But I think for the most part, money talks. And I think this guy would draw huge money, whether you make him a monster heel or a super over baby face. I definitely think AEW would be dumb not to sign Braun Strowman. Well, speaking of big guys and guys that are paid handsomely, I got to bring up one guy by the name of Brock Lesnar. I think that this year, given the lands, the current landscape, and there's another prediction I'm going to make, but given the current landscape, there's not many believable guys that they have right now that are going to be contenders or guys to dethrone Roman Reigns. Would you agree with that? I think so. I mean, I know you got like a guy like a Drew McIntyre. You'd have to build him up. Biggie is on 
Raw. He is the champion there. Bobby Lashley, he's over on Raw. So right now on SmackDown, you know, I, I can't see a guy like Sami Zayn as well as he's doing in his role going out there and beating Roman. So unless he does uh, chicken be, shit heel things, and that's true, and and that uh, Money in the Bank, you know, something like that. Yeah, I could see Roman losing the title that way. But just straight up clean in the middle of the ring in a match. Mm-hmm. To me, the only guy that there is right now is a guy named Brock Lesnar. Now I know that a lot of the fans may cringe when they hear that, but I also think that Brock Lesnar has really done a really good job at walking back or talking people off the ledge that like to just kind of say that Brock is just a big guy who doesn't have talent, who, you know, Paul Heyman is his mouthpiece. He can't cut promos. He has no personality over the past couple months. I mean, the way he's kind of transformed his uh, appearance, whether that's because of the beard and the ponytail and the overalls, the way he carries himself in promos, like you see that he actually is kind of a charismatic guy when he goes out there and has these interactions with guys like Sami Zayn. Paul Heyman is not out there caught cutting promos for him. And I think right now, Brock Lesnar is a guy that was supposed to come back, have a couple matches with Roman and go away. But I think that things are starting to click. Fans, when his music hits, they pop, they go nuts. And that's you know a far cry from the narrative that, oh, he's the champion. He's holding the belt hostage. We don't want to see him anymore. Fans want to see Brock. And when you kind of look at it, Vince McMahon is not shy to pull the trigger and put the belt on a guy like Brock Lesnar. So especially now when he's actually over and he's showing this different side to himself that he can go out there and cut promos and be this different guy and be a successful face, which they're lacking credible faces to beat Roman. I can't say that a put it past Vince McMahon to not put the belt back on Brock. So I think Brock is actually going to be the guy that's going to dethrone Roman Reigns. When does it happen? I think it's going to happen at day one. Really? You know, I, I think that, yeah, because if you're going to do it, you got to strike while the iron's hot, because if you don't have Brock beat him, you got to build somebody else back up. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, when you look at it, other than Drew right now, who is there readily available? I don't think that's going to happen. I do think we're getting Brock and Roman at WrestleMania. But I think the way they do it is Paul Heyman screws Brock Lesnar out of the match. Brock wins the Rumble, and the rematch happens at Mania. That's the way to do it, I think. And I think that tells the best story because it involves Paul Heyman. Now, you could also have Paul Heyman screw Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns wins the Rumble, and then that's your Mania main event. Either way, it can work. I think, though, Roman Reigns ends up beating Brock Lesnar twice. I do think he ends up beating him at day one, and I also think eventually he does beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Maybe at Mania he does beat Lesnar clean, but I think there's going to be some tomfoolery at day one, whether that's Heyman screwing Brock or Heyman screwing Roman. Some guy that I think is going to get a significant push in 2022 in WWE is a guy that a lot of people love and wonder why the hell hasn't he gotten a push I personally think, and I've said this on a previous episode of our podcast, that this guy does not have any charisma. There's not enough vanilla in Madagascar to make up the vanilla of this guy. But I do think after seeing him the last couple months on SmackDown, and especially in the gauntlet match on SmackDown for Christmas Eve, this guy is going to be an intercontinental champion in 2022, and that is ricochet i think they're finally going to pull the trigger on some kind of push with ricochet and he will win the intercontinental championship from Sami Zayn. maybe even wrestlemania maybe a little bit further down the line but we will see ricochet with that title yeah definitely possible especially considering he's a guy that's kind of just floated around not done a whole lot but it seems like maybe this might be the time to try and do something with him i think is is a good thing because he certainly is talented in the ring and 
it's not like the Intercontinental title is, you know, the most important championship right now in WWE. Right. But there is another guy that I do think is going to get a push in WWE. I think this is, I wouldn't say long overdue, but I think it's something that I've been hoping for, anticipating, and I know you're going to be on the same page with this one. I think that Walter is going to debut in the Royal Rumble. Now, I know you talked about predictions about who's going to beat Roman, what's going to main event, Brock does it at WrestleMania, all this type of stuff. Now, assuming all of that does happen and Roman does go over again, we're kind of back at the square root here where there's not really many credible guys that are going to be left to convincingly beat or dethrone Roman. I think that Walter is definitely going to be a guy that can fit that role. We know everything Walter's been able to do in NXT or NXT the UK. He's a big guy. He's he's believable. And I think that there's a lot of money that WWE can make with this guy. So I think Walter debuts in the Royal Rumble. I think that he gets the proper treatment. Who knows? Does he go on to beat Roman Reigns? I'd be fine with that. But I think that this is the year that we see Walter debut and really kind of insert himself right into that main event picture. Hopefully. I would totally love to see Walter. As I mentioned before, I think he's the best wrestler in the world. I will go to the grave with that right now. He is the best wrestler in the world. I would love to see him in the rumble, just slapping people's chests left and right. Hearing that echo of St. Louis. I would just love it. I just want to hear those damn smacks in WWE. So I would totally love to see it. I don't know if it does happen. But I want to bring it back to AEW Dynamite and AEW for my next prediction. As the guy that works in television, people ask me on Twitter about, you know, where do I see the ratings go? And obviously this change to TBS got people wondering what those ratings are going to look like. And I do think when we look at the ratings at the end of the year, AEW Dynamite will average 1 million viewers for the entire year. And I understand there's going to be some dips. There's going to be some valleys, especially in the fall when the best TV programming and the toughest competition will be there. I do think the TBS move gives them consistency. I do think having some bigger names that could eventually show up in AEW plus the guys they already have. I do think we're going to see a average viewership of 1 million viewers. Speaking of 1 million viewers and big names in uh, AEW, I am going to make a prediction right now that I think the next champion in AEW to dethrone Hangman Page and beat him is going to be MJF. We've seen them actually try to do something with MJF's character. You know, I, obviously, I know in the past he's done things with guys like Jericho. He's been in some big feuds. He did his little stint with Darby Allen. But I think this is going to be the year where they truly try to capitalize on this guy. You know, mm -hmm. I know that we even did an episode on the fact that, you know, there's some rumblings that WWE has their eye on him. That's not by accident. You know, the guy's got legitimate talent. He's proven that he can go out there and deliver in the ring, like his match that we talked about with Darby Allen. He's more than capable of carrying a feud just on the mic in his feud here that we see with CM Punk. Punk's main goal in AEW is to kind of work with some of the younger guys. And I got to imagine he's going to try to put some of those guys over and position them for that next level. MJF's going to be a guy I think that's going to have a really big year in 2022. And I think I don't even know if you want to call that a prediction or a foregone conclusion. I think a lot of people are going to probably agree with that because you know, whether you, no matter how you want to look at it, this guy has a ton of talent. And I think that they're going to start to capitalize on that. And I think it starts with a championship reign in 2022. I could totally see that happening. I mean, they could have Danielson dethrone hangman, but also MJF in this feud with CM Punk could really tell what the future of AEW holds, especially early on in 2022. I could mm -hmm. definitely see MJF going over punk and I could definitely see hangman getting eventually the win on Brian Danielson where we see MJF dethrone Hangman, 
probably at double or nothing would be my prediction if they pull the trigger on that. And then eventually Cody gets that title shot and he becomes the next AEW world champion. But I do have one more prediction that's going to be an AEW. And that is we're going to see a reunion. We recently found out that Jeff Hardy was released. I don't think he did this intentionally. I think there's whatever the reason was, he got released and he will do his stuff with his band, do a little tour, but come back to wrestling. And we're going to get a Hardy boys reunion. One last run before both of them retire. Maybe see on a national stage, the Hardy boys versus the young bucks at some point, whether it's a ladder match or a cage match or any kind of match, we will see that on a pay-per-view in 2022. I, I agree. I mean, and it's not just the young bucks that we could see. So, you know, I, I if they go on like one last run, just think of an AEW right now that the tag teams that they can have one-off matches with. You're talking about the young bucks, FTR. You're talking proud and powerful. You're talking who knows, maybe the Briscoes, because I, I know there's a lot of rumors circulating that they may be going to AEW. The Lucha Brothers. Yeah, I, I, the Lucha, yeah there's, there's a lot there for them. So I definitely think that at some point, maybe we could see that. For any... WWE fan from the Attitude Era. I think that if you followed wrestling to this point, whatever you feel about Jeff Hardy leaving or being released, that's neither here nor there. As long as he's healthy and he can go out there and he can do it to the best of his ability, I think that there's still a lot left for them in, a, in AEW, and I, I, I'd definitely be interested in seeing it. Right. No, I, I totally agree. I think it's going to be a crazy 2022, and there was a crazy 2021 with some great matches. We actually tried to count down the five best wrestling matches from AEW and WWE in 2021. Click the thumbnail on the screen right now, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Cycle Babble.